Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Rallo and Slappy Show. Today is January 21st, 21st, 2019. I am Rallo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2 and we are both from McFlugel.com. Show notes page for this episode will be McFlugel.com slash 128 where you'll find links to some of the things we talk about as well as LibertyMugs.com which you should go check out and buy a libertarian themed mug or even a t-shirt because we've been we've added that too and even hat i was gonna say hats but it's only one hat <laughs> it's a mathbot.com hat go so, check out mathbot.com while yeah, you're at it do that too and so, uh on one other one other homework assignment go over to wherever you listen and uh give us five stars yeah and leave a review leave a comment leave us a rating we would appreciate it it helps get this podcast out there with little effort on your part. So, and we would very much appreciate that. So with Correct. that, uh, Slappy, why don't you take it over? Sure. Introduce our episode. If you hear, if you're, if his, his voice isn't going to be quite as crisp as usual because uh, we won't be using this as a free market success story, but his internet's down. Yes, it is. We had some, some, wind high winds last night and uh my cable and internet has been out although it is it is pretty impressive that you don't have the uh you know the fiber optic cable hardwired to your house available you're still <laughs> on the internet doing a, a a call like this with video yeah when you said that the impressive. free market failure i was actually going to say well we do have a success here that i i didn't have to go to somewhere yeah, I didn't have to go right. somewhere remote to uh, to do this where they have internet. I'm still yeah. doing it from the same spot I always do. Yeah, just so it's clear, I was for the audience. I was joking about it being a failure. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, of course, you know, um, and and also uh, we could do well, IPs or or uh, ISPs are not free market. Yes, we know. Calm down. And also, if you want to complain about the audio quality, well, you're getting this for free. Well. So yeah. true, true. If you want to send us money, we'll certainly uh, <laughs> figure out ways to improve yeah. the audio. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, so like right. a million dollars, and I'll I'll build a nice per, a nice studio for us. And uh, I'll record in it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, if you're still listening after all that, let's get our episode going. So uh, yeah. today we're going to talk about what happened. Well, I guess it was last Friday. Uh, at the pro-life march, the March for March for Life, is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, there was an incident that kind of went all over the internet, had a big reaction from lots of people, even like, I guess we would call them conservatives or, or Republicans or mm -hmm. uh, people who are generally right-wing, which or we would refer to them as right-wing uh, in America, who were upset. About a high school kid, um, I guess there was – I don't know how it started, to be honest with you. I kind of got on this late. But there was a, a Indian, a, you know, American Indian um, with a drum. And he there's – I guess the picture is the high school kid is basically pretty much nose-to-nose -nose with this guy. And uh, everyone was calling it racism. <laughs> And really, I think that's all the information they had, because when you look, there was a lot of video of this. That's the thing with today. There's lots of cameras everywhere. And so you have a lot of different angles and a lot of footage. Uh, one of the videos I saw, and I didn't see the whole thing, but it was almost two hours long of people recording in that. I, I guess that was the, um, what do they call themselves? The black Israelites or black he Hebrews or something like that. Black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, you know, we I think we've actually talked about them on this podcast, or maybe it was on um, Friends Against Government. I can't remember uh, because, yeah, yeah I remember. I mean, I've had I don't want to say run-ins. I've seen them, I've heard them. <laughs> Used to be a member, or yeah. currently is. Yeah, no, I'm looking into signing up. But uh, they say lots of provocative things, and um, they'll set up shop on a corner in the city and just uh, spout their beliefs to anyone who wants to listen or doesn't want to listen. Do you know what's funny? They're they're kind of, and I was thinking about this. They're kind of very similar to the Westboro Baptist Church. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't in know. in the sense that they say ridiculous things and have religion attached to them. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, they do say some off the wall absurd things, in my opinion, obviously. Yeah. But I, I, well, whatever. We don't. And both groups hate gay that. people. Uh, that was evident on the um, the video if you watch that, which I found, which I guess we'll get to as we talk about this. But I thought that was kind of funny that everyone jumped over this kid, literally a high school, a kid in high school. Um, they were ripping him for being racist and uh, I, I don't know what else, white privilege and whatever. Meanwhile, the, the, the people on, on the other side, um, not the, not the um, American Indian guy, but uh, the Hebrew Israelites are shouting all kinds of obscenities, dropping the, the N-bomb on uh, one of the high school kids and uh, saying just some really awful things. And you don't hear about that. All right. you're hearing about is this this high school kid. So, Rallo, I know you have lots of thoughts. Yeah, well, because we've been texting about it. So, since we're um, on since we're on the subject of the Black Hebrew Israelites, and I posted a video, some videos on Twitter that I pulled from the longer two hour thing, and that's linked in the show notes page, so you can see what they were doing. Because that's kind of how all this started, um, and we'll we'll kind of circle back to that. But just about what these guys were saying, and how it's it's interesting that. The people that are like no one, no one is really reporting this except for the people that are, I guess, more right wing, trying to push back against the uh, the other the PC culture. Right. Uh, they were saying things like, um, "Well, they're calling all the students future school shooters." Um, a lot of it, and uh, saying a lot of anti-gay stuff, and it was kind of fun. And it's funny too because they're supposed these kids are supposed to be the hateful ones and. And just hate minorities and everything. And I don't know. I forget how or why they said it. But they said, your president referring to Donald Trump as a homosexual. Well, they were wearing hear, the Make America Great hat. So right, I assume. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you hear a kid shout back, who cares? Right. <laughs> it's like. And they're, they're considered the hateful ones. Right. And then they're calling. Yeah. Like you said, there's a couple black students in their group. And, and they were calling. Uh. Black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites were calling them uh, the N word. Uh, they just seem like pretty nasty people. Um, so, but I want to circle back to the very beginning when this first came out because there was when I first saw this, I saw a video of this kid. It was maybe less than a minute long mm-hmm. of him just standing there smiling with that with the smirk on his face. This Native American, and he had all the other uh, kids surrounding him. And I admit, I took the bait. My, I thought that this kid was a punk. And um, I, it's, I, I didn't, at that point, because I've been saying recently and thinking about recently, like when we see things like this, that, and I've been, I have an article half written about this, still do a week later, um, that, all right, when we see, an issue, especially like racism or something, or something that we just don't like, unsavory behavior. Even even we can say this to some some instances of violent behavior. It's like you see something just miles and miles away from you involving people you don't know and will never know. Like, what is the purpose of like flipping out over it? So my reaction was, "Wow, this kid looks like a jerk." And I think I commented, and I shouldn't have said this. It's not as not nearly as bad as what everyone else was saying, but I said. You know, there's no reason for these uh, these internet social justice warrior mobs to go try to dox this kid. He'll learn when when he does that to the wrong kid in school, he'll get popped in the mouth. Um, so it was stupid on my part because the kid, as, as we'll discuss, the kid actually was doing the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> like really well. Like he, he was actually when you when you hear the whole story, is actually impressive. But um. You know, I don't. I you know, I always preach, and I was talking to someone someone about this recently. That you know, we always never believe the media, never believe the media. But as soon as it's something that kind of fits your narrative, and and it was even for me, it was well, I see a bunch of kids in in MAGA hats, so they're probably being idiots. Um, and I think that's what a lot of this comes down to. It's just people, especially people on the far left, just see that hat and it just means that whoever's wearing it is just the most evil person in the world with no ability to 
have any sort of redeemable qualities. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously when the more videos came out, uh, it, it showed that the opposite was happening. And even still, I remember as, as more information was trickling in, I started seeing more stuff. Cause I know people were saying like, what, what about the chaperones? What were they, why weren't they taking care of this and solving this problem? I was like, well, I mean, and even still, and, and people were also saying that, well, maybe we shouldn't have him doxxed, but it's good to have him get embarrassed on the internet. Um, and I was kind of saying that too, because I don't know, this video looks kind of bad. Um, but even still, it's like, I think it's better off that the parents in the school just deal with this situation instead of random people on the internet. Um, and that's still like, because again, it's, you're seeing just this, especially with that first video that came out, you're just seeing a very small picture of what happened. And I know my dad always says it and he heard it. He always credits uh, my grandmother for it is believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. And like they're wise words because if you took that advice and you heeded that, those words for this situation, you wouldn't have fall, fallen for this obvious fabrication of what happened. And uh, I don't know I'm bouncing all over the place with this, but uh, so this kid went from being, and I don't want to say his name, even though it's out there all over the place because, you know, he doesn't deserve, he doesn't deserve all the negative attention. And I don't want to, I guess it's more symbolic than anything else, draw more attention to him individually because even though he, he actually was the good guy uh, in this situation, it's just, it's just terrible for a 16 year old to have to deal with. Yeah, certainly. Um, so do you want to talk about what actually happened? Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into that. So, all right. I first, I don't watch the evening news much. I usually get my news from Twitter or people sending me text messages. I don't know. I get it off the internet typically, but um whatever friday night i guess i didn't hear about this until saturday morning i don't know when it broke but i just got on facebook and i'm just scrolling through and saw a post um, by a high school friend of mine talking about how awful this um, incident was and how you know she's not even going to post the video because it's just so offensive and how can you be <laughs> pro-life if you're not respecting all life and you know the typical cliches you hear from certain types of people. And so I didn't even like look into it at then. I just kind of rolled my eyes because it's like this outrage culture. I'm thinking, all right, you got a high school kid. Um, I was a high school kid before. I assume the kids were probably being idiots. Um, like right. you were saying, you just could, because that's what 16 year old kids do. Sometimes they're not. Right. Always... We were, we both went to all boys Catholic high schools and yeah. It's like at that age with a group, a bunch of group and getting riled up. It's, it's yeah, really hard to get rowdy. Yeah. It's harmless. And, it's and that's the, that's also the point I kind of wanted to make too about this was that even if they did act the way that people were accusing of them, like who cares? Yeah. Like they're kids and like it wasn't that big of a, like, <laughs> if that hurt, yeah. if that ruins your day, Sitting there on the internet and this thing pops up and that that like ruins your day and, and you need you you feel like you need to go do something, like figure out what this kid's name is and and send emails to the school and, and the diocese that they're in. Like, get a life. Well, it's like it's, what Thaddeus Russell talks about the um, progressives being the Puritans of the twenty first century. Yeah. It's like if you don't agree with me for every reason, uh, you must be you're you're a heretic, you must be burned at the stake, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a pretty good analogy. Um, but anyway, I didn't realize how big a story it was even. I saw that post and didn't think anything much of it. I just kept going. I'm like, all right, so there's a bunch of high school kids are idiots. Then it's, it's a text group that we're both in with some uh, friends from, from home. Someone brought it up. And I think my response was something like, I don't know, the kids are probably being idiots. Probably shouldn't act that way, but I'll bet you there's more to the story. <laughs> Then the texts keep coming in with more and more videos and more and more context. And it's like, wow. So, yeah, why don't we uh, kind of walk through this a little bit? Yeah. And so uh, I'm getting this from from how I'm understanding the situation is based on all of the videos, which are from different angles at different times. 
from different people and also reading the uh the student who is kind of the center of attention in all this did oh, write a statement one 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 quick point too um which i haven't seen this since that first post i saw uh in that post i saw it was reported that they were chanting build the wall did you I see did those not, reports i did not hear that yeah because i saw on under the facebook post that in, in all caps Native Americans were here first. The wall isn't even about them. Um, and, I, and I heard that again. But when you have all the videos, I don't, I didn't hear any build, build the wall. Did you? No, they were, okay. well, I guess we can, we'll, we'll address that, what they were chanting as we go in. But yeah, they, um, I don't know. Did you want to take it? No, go ahead. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I'll kind of, if I think of things, I'll throw them in. I have no internet, so I'm on my phone. Yeah, yeah. I can't look things up as we go, so it's all off memory. So they were, um, like you said before, they were there for the March for Life, a group of students from Covington High School. And it was the end of the day, and they were done the march, and they were told that the buses were going to be in front of the Lincoln Memorial at 5.30 p.m. So they were given time to go in their own little groups and just kind of do some sightseeing be on their own. That's what they did. They have all those monuments down there and sure. the Smithsonian's. Yeah, there's lots to go check out. So this group of students, or it might have been the entire group of from the high school, uh, ended up mustering at their location around 4.30 p.m., about an hour earlier. And uh, they're just all kind of hanging out, standing there. And as they said... Um, this group of protesters being the black Hebrew nationalists were starting to like yell at them. And they were just kind of like, didn't really know what was going on. Being high school kids, they probably thought it was funny. I mean, I yeah, knowing what they were, I would find it funny with yeah, those guys just probably, like screaming at a group of them saying that there's going to literally saying stuff like there's going to be a nuclear Holocaust because um, quote unquote, I don't know if this was, this was, uh, this I wasn't going to cause, yeah, but this something else was, was going to be caused by, because quote, you gave faggots rights. Right. <laughs> like something um, like that. And talking like, about your president, the guy actually said to, which I didn't do this, but he said to Google or it's on, he's like, it's on YouTube. You can go check it out. Donald Trump making out with Rudy Giuliani or something like that. Oh yeah. That's when he said your president's a homosexual. a homosexual. And the kid replied, one of the kids replies, who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're terrible, hateful terrible, kids. Terrible, bigoted, yeah. racist kids yeah. who hate homosexuals. They're like, who cares? Um, right. But anyway, that, so they're yelling these absurd things at the kids. Uh, I don't know how you expect a group of high school kids to react to something that is uh, – I, I mean, we often criticize schooling, right, mm -hmm. and how it gives you one angle of history. And whenever you hear something outside of that, it kind of shakes you. Imagine hearing this kind of stuff. Right. And so from – from the one student, he said at this point, since they didn't know what was going on, it was weird. They asked the chaperone if they could do one of their school chants, which if you watch the video before I even read that that was happening, that was they're obviously doing some sort of chants. The one kid stood in front, he like started like taking his shirt off and stuff and just getting everyone riled up. And they started doing what was obviously like a pep rally type thing. And they said their intention was to just try to drown out what the uh, those other protesters were doing. Um, so from the video from the black Hebrew nationalists, they were or black Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> They're hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why I said that, but now it makes sense. Man, I got I got hot dogs on the mind, I guess. Maybe that's what I should do after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I should make a me we should make a meme somehow doing that. Um uh, they, they thought that like you could hear them saying like they're mocking us, they're laughing at us. I was like, Yeah, no kidding, they're laughing at you, as they should. And that's one of the things I want to say too, is that when you hear these crazy you know, off the wall extremists saying like ridiculous stuff. I do not believe that you should like give them the time of day other than to laugh in their faces, to argue with them, just laugh at them because what they're saying is ridiculous and they only deserve laughs for it. I mean, if we went down to Washington DC and started yelling about 
um, the evils of the federal government and, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve Bank or whatever else, military industrial complex. And we're yelling, shouting these things at anyone who's walking by. They're probably going to think we're nuts. And I don't blame them for doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, being who I am and what I believe, if I saw someone shouting that stuff, things that I completely agree with, I would walk by and think, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not normal. <laughs> so they were doing their school chant. And uh, uh, this is when the uh, Native American protester group, I wrote this in the show notes page. I, I think it's actually kind of funny. This whole setup is, it sounds like it's a, like a joke, how it gets. So there's a, a group of black Hebrew Israelites Native Americans and uh, students from a cat boys from a Catholic high school. What do you get when you they combine? walk into a bar? Yeah. What do you get when you combine? But uh, so all of a sudden you got this uh, flotilla of Native American protesters beating a drum and, and singing or chanting walk right into the group of students. Now, of course, this was portrayed by the media and everyone originally, and I even think the uh, some of the Native Americans, that they got surrounded by the students. Yes, yeah, so the students approached them. Right. But the video makes it clear that these guys walked straight in. They came out of nowhere. It was right. these black national Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> so the hot dogs. Yeah, no, the, 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 what is their actual name? Are they black, the black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites. Israelites? Yes. So the black Hebrew Israelites are there shouting for a while, and these kids are standing there. And then seemingly out of nowhere, I don't know where the, the Native Americans came from. They just kind of walked into the screen. I didn't see them earlier. Maybe they were there. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think they had they had some sort of march earlier that day. Okay. And I'm yeah, sure so they, they, so they were there for what um, – Sorry, I just got a, an important text. I'm sure you did, but they, it from was my mom. No, it is it is important. Certain people will, but okay. Sorry for the distraction. Um, I mean, it was originally reported that the um, Native American went in to defuse a situation, yeah. and I guess, or or that kid approached that. I I'm getting confused it now, because sad, originally so. it was the white kid approached the Native American. Yeah, then it was me. the a Native American wanted to defuse the situation, which he there was no situation to defuse one. Well, he was saying what he, what he said was that he wanted to go in and he he saw the two groups shouting and he wanted to prevent uh, the students from getting violent or something or, or taking it up a level. And it's like, really? Like, that's how you assess that situation is that they were the ones that were like the bigger threat. Yeah, the, those kids were like laughing. They weren't even really saying anything back. Not, Not much back, were they? They were. They eventually did, but it was just a couple of them were kind of standing there, and you could hear the the chaperones telling them, "All right, get back behind the whatever, like a line or something." And they did. Yeah, like the students were listening to the chaperones. Um, and and um, it was actually some of the stuff the students said was pretty funny. You have to go and watch the video, like just because they just didn't take them seriously. It's how how a group of high school boys reacts to these crazy people is how I think everyone should react to these people. But so yeah, that's that's funny how the story changed around the Native Americans. How originally they were surrounded by these uh, group of students. And then it came, oh, we walk, we approached them because we were trying to defuse the situation. So they end up for whatever reason, the guy, the one, the one guy in particular, I, I don't know his name, but the one that's the one that's uh, beating the drum walks right up to this one kid. And the kid, unlike all the other students, doesn't back away and just holds his ground. He just stands where he is. And this guy just gets right up into his face and is beating the drum with the stick going right right near his uh, cheek. And just, and just like, yeah, yelling at him. And, and the kid just kind of stands there, eventually just kind of smiles. Which had to be a very awkward smile. Yes. Um, you could, this kid didn't know what was going to happen. I'm sure he was a little intimidated, a little scared. Right. Um, and you know what's funny? I saw people commenting on this. It's like, well, he should have just walked away. 
if he was if he was a good Christian Victim boy, blaming. like if he was yeah, if he was you a know, good Christian the aggressor boy, like, is wrong, right? Well, and here's the thing, maybe you know, we're, we, it is a good thing to just like kind of walk away and stuff. But at the same time, this is where I'm kind of torn on this because yeah, walking away would have would have maybe. I, I don't know. It probably wouldn't have solved anything. No, walking would away would have been would have been fine to do, and I wouldn't have had a problem if he decided to walk away. But also, should we be teaching kids to just be able Back to get? Down. Yeah, like that kid was was more of a man than anyone else there. That he stood there and smiled at the guy, and he show- didn't push him. Right. He didn't say anything. He just stood there. Right. And so, as this was going on, um, one of the uh, one of the other Native Americans started saying, "Go back to Europe," and uh, and this is really what sold me on this kid who was uh, standing there smiling. What really sold me on him being a good kid and, and makes me tend to, to believe his side of the story. Uh, also, considering all the video evidence corroborates with him, but there was another student got into it with an argument about a. Uh, whether or not they should move, go back to Europe. And you see this kid who is uh, standing there smiling, turn and look at this kid, shake his head and kind of give that. Be quiet. Stop. Yeah, shut like, up. Like, hey, no, nah, nah, don't do that. To, to the other student. And so it was like, all right, you, you really think that this kid was trying to cause problems when he's trying to, he's not getting in any, any of the other people's faces. He's telling his friends or his, the people that he's with to, Hey, why, why don't you back off? Let's not, let's not, uh, not, not, in, uh, uh, keep it, keep it going, return any even verbal volleys. Um, so the way this kid handled the situation is pretty impressive. Absolutely. He's, I think he's a junior in high school. So he's 16 or 17 years old. Um, the fact that people are, are sending him and his family death threats and everything, and and you have adults, this is re- this is really ridiculous. I thought it was bad enough that I said that, oh yeah, maybe a whole if he if he acts like that, he'll get popped in the mouth in in school. Um, there were people, a lot of people, full grown adults, literally saying, offering bounties for someone to get a video of uh, them punching this kid. Yeah, that's insane. And it's like people with blue check marks next to their yeah. name on Twitter. Now it's ironic because whenever anything happens that's remotely close to someone saying something kind of mean and people on the left don't like it, it's oh they're calling for violence, calling for violence. How terrible world we live in. <laughs> um, also, the only I mean, really, really, if someone walks up to you, staring you dead in the eyes, banging a drum and yelling in your face. They're clearly invading your space. I mean, what are the appropriate reactions to that? You know, if if that kid knocked the drum out of his hand, I think I'd be okay with that. A guy is walking towards you, banging a drum and yelling at you. I'd be ready to defend myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, especially when he's doing it the way these he he the dude was intentionally he's getting in his face, getting in his space now. It probably wouldn't have been. I mean, that in that situation, any sort of physical yeah, it would have been altercation would have but been. But I'm just you know. saying, I don't know how people are going to react. And if right. I stared someone dead in the eyes and walked toward them, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that person's probably ready for something. And right, with with something that could very easily be used as a weapon. Y- yeah, or I don't right know. across I mean, your chin. I don't think the guy's crazy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do. Uh, I'd probably back away. I don't know because I think this guy is nuts. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I give the guy, the, the kid, the high school kid, a ton of credit. He should be commended for the way he handled that. Yeah. Um, and anyone saying anything other than that is crazy and has their, their own agenda and their own conclusion without looking at the facts here. And they made up their mind before they knew the facts. Mm-hmm. And, and so to the blue check marks on Twitter who are coming out and apologizing, uh, good on you for apologizing, but learn a lesson. Yeah, there were some people, and two in particular. Uh, Scott Adams came out and, and apologized. Uh, I saw Essie Cup apologize. Did she? And, and Jamie Lee Curtis. I saw that. Um, 
I don't know what her politics are, but I'm just, no I mean, if you're a celebrity from Hollywood, I'm assuming you're on the left. I mean, yeah, it's probably shouldn't do that, but, but, it's um, safe assumption. Yeah. We, we, someone can, can correct me if I'm wrong there, but, uh, yeah, there's people coming out and, and that's good. I mean, you know, you can't, cause I can't say that, oh, you shouldn't have believed it because I kind of did too. But I mean, the be- next best thing you can do is to come out and say, Hey, Hey, you know what? I messed up now. This is what, like the problem though, there's, there's a lot of problems because stuff like this happens all the time. So just two examples of media and, uh, and politicians too, just flat out lying and fabricating things were, uh, there was some years ago when Obama was president, there was some rally, uh, outside of a place where he was speaking and it was a Contessa Brewer show on MSNBC and they showed a clip of this protest outside with a, uh, a rifle strap to someone's back. And she said, look at this. This is uh, this is racially charged. You've got white guys uh, with rifles strapped to their back. This is, this is really a bad situation. And someone got a hold of that video that they used to show with the rifle strapped to the guy's back. And they, uh, they, they showed the uncropped version. And, uh, the white guy holding the rifle is actually a black guy. <laughs> so they, they took this video and just remove, like just literally cut out the spot, what they wanted you to see, and then told you the opposite of what was happening. Um, another good one was remember, uh, I think he was from Florida, a representative from Florida, Alan Grayson. Mm-hmm. He was like really he annoying. Yeah, you would get real passionate on the uh, floor of the Congress. But, you know, it was always something stupid he was saying. Uh So during his uh, campaign for, uh, I think it was a re-election, one of his uh, campaign commercials was a clip from his opponent who was, I don't know what he was doing. He was giving a talk somewhere and he said, he was talking about the Bible. He said, you know, pick your favorite Bible verse. And then... He says, my, and, and in this guy's commercial says, mine is, uh, husbands love your wives and wives submit to your husbands. And so the commercial is like, you really want this guy who's like, that's his favorite Bible verse is that wives submit to their husbands. But then, of course, someone found the actual video. And what was actually said by this guy was, pick your favorite Bible verse. Now, uh, I don't think a good one would be wives submit to your husbands. <laughs> And it just was another just flat out lie. So what's, what's so bad about doing that, or even just even when it's not just a flat out lie like that, when you just don't have all the information and you run to a rash judgment and you mess up, that's also not good. I think we, we do our best and we're very small, extremely small, especially compared to um, the media, like the, the, the bigger, even small media sources. We're just like, libertarian sources like us and even non-existent to the, to the rest of the world. But we actually like try to have some integrity with this stuff that there's, there are people that listen to us and, you know, maybe get some information from us. And I would feel terrible if we were just like sending out bad information. Just completely a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. Even if it wasn't on purpose, even if we just messed up, like it, it, Uh, yeah, I would feel awful. My integrity for that matters a lot. So you have people that are just – because they don't care. I mean they, they get a story and they know something like this. When you, when you frame it the way they did in the beginning, this is a juicy story that is just absolute red meat or should I say uh, a soy patty for, uh, exactly. for, for these people that, that hate Trump and anyone that supports him. So the problem with, with anything like this where they don't get the story straight because of shoddy reporting, because of lying, or because of just just sloppiness. Um, They could do all the corrections that they want and all the apologies they want, but a lot of people aren't going to hear the apologies. How many times do you read a story or see a headline? They apologize apologize on the sixth page in the bottom right. Well, no, 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 not even that, but it's just, it's it's like, like yeah, it's like a rumor. Yeah. It's like gossip. You can't take it back. People hear it, it gets spread, 
they're not necessarily going to go back and people don't go back and say, I just read this news story today. You know, let me go check it and see if they still, uh, if they're still standing by what they said. So when when this information gets out, it doesn't all come back in when you make a correction. So that's why you have to be really, really, really careful if you actually cared about having the story. If you had integrity, yeah. If you cared about having a, a real story, if you're, if you care about other things, then yeah. I mean, that's why they do this in my opinion. I think they're trying to form uh, opinions or help form opinions. And they know when they put out a, a headline that no one's reading the article, they're just going to form their judgment and move on. And it just goes in the back of their head. They'll forget about it a week later on a lot of stories, but it still sticks in there, you know? Um, but one thing I wanted to bring up that we mentioned last week on the podcast too, but why is it that the only explanation for anything negative happening to, to anyone is always racism? Yeah. There's no other possible explanation. Like some guy is banging a drum and yelling in your face. And the reason you stand there and smile is because of racism. Like there's no other possible explanation. There's no one that says, who is this kid? Like he's just a normal kid. Don't you know if you wear a a MAGA hat, that means that automatically means you're a racist. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Which is why, you know, (laughs) People are building a wall to keep people out, right? Um, and they all want to come here because this is such a racist country. Yeah. Like, give me a break. I mean, who wants to go to the racist country? Uh, that's a good question. Um, but the other thing about that I wanted to say about the media is oh, – go ahead. No, I, I actually need- forgot what I was about to say. Okay, go ahead. Well, I don't need to put the disclaimer out here. I know that racism exists. It's just not – Half the country who voted for Trump is not racist, right? And that kind of that kind of actually reminds me of what I wanted to say, and dovetails nicely into it. Is it like why does I don't? And I say this all the time, and I still believe this, but I don't believe that the vast majority of people think that anyone that supports Donald Trump is a racist and a horrible person. I don't think that uh, people that are more right wing or conservative think that every person who's a liberal is just absolutely stupid and evil. Um, I think the vast majority of people get along pretty well, but when there's, you know, a red meat like this, just kind of thrown out there to gobble up and people believe it right away. And this goes for both sides because both sides do this. Mm -hmm. There's a story that is, that is very convenient to them that shows that people. It's at their emotional. Right. Whatever. It shows that, that there are extreme people on the other side and that validates their positions mm-hmm. because there's, there's crazy people saying ridiculous things on the other side. And so that somehow for whatever reasons helps validate what they believe. And so when it comes out that uh, maybe it's not actually true of what happened, they won't, they can't back down from it because well, one, they already have egg on their face for, for believing it so hard, but it kind of just doesn't, help fit their uh their characterization of the other side that, that it helps it helps their position if they can just paint the other side as crazy and, and wacky and stupid or whatever and evil so it it just it, it just creates this stupid vicious cycle of of sending these volleys back and forth of trying to to prove that the other side is more evil and crazier and dumber than the other so they can just never back down um so did you find that article you were looking for was i looking for an article oh i thought you were i thought you were looking to see if they're still portraying it that way or something oh no no, no. maybe not okay well i'm wrong um so another thing i wanted to bring up and this is kind of a side point but it just bugs me whenever I see it because it happens all the time. Can I know this isn't going to happen, but can we quit it with he's a veteran because the, uh, the native American guy beating the drama in the story was a Marine. And so anything, any, like anytime there's a story where something happens to someone that's like, it, it gets plastered out there. Like it's a veteran. It's a veteran. It's a veteran. Like how can we treat, this person this way so like why does it matter like uh, i know 
So I know just because listening you're listening to this, they yeah. they like, yeah, I know it doesn't matter, but you you try to say that to a normal or random normie, and they're like, of course it matters. He did blah blah blah. So if you're a veteran, you're allowed to bang a drum in someone's face and yell at them. Right. Or, you know, it makes if someone gets a veteran gets mugged or something, it makes it worse. Somehow worse. Because, you know, obviously he was he's a veteran. So we just assume that he just did everything perfectly and honorably. We don't we don't know what random guys did. So it just. Uh, that. I just had to throw it out there because it's just another <laughs> a, annoying wrinkle in the story. Right. Speaking of annoying, guess who just jumped on the desk and is uh Chris. No, he's locked in the basement. <coughs> gotcha. So um sorry, I'm getting distracted again. I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I mean, I think we covered this story uh, how we wanted to. Yeah, there's going to be 8,000 things that I'm just going to, yeah, there's a lot that we really want to say that we forgot. But um, I just, you know, I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for the people at the school. Um, I was kind of shocked. I think there was a statement from the principal of the school who who kind of um, said something like, that's not the behavior we expect from our students. If I was that kid's parents, I would be angry. Mm-hmm. I, I might take him out of school. Like, screw you, pal. Like, yeah, can we these just... are your students. Can you at least get the facts and the story first? Like, you should have said as a, Co- what, what are they called? Covington, Covington. Catholic. Covington yeah. Catholic. We are proud of the way our kids handled ed- a grown man approaching them yelling with a drum. And they stood there and it did not escalate into violence at all. And uh, when the buses came, we heard the kids say, thank God, we wanted to get out of here. Finally, Yeah, that's the other thing. When the buses finally came, they all left. And they left immediately. They couldn't wait to get out. It had to be extremely uncomfortable for them. But they're in some city they're not from waiting there with these people yelling at them. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and to the point of the principal and the school coming out and like, can we just have an organ – when something like this happens, can we just please have an organization – that even if they don't – like if they have to immediately give a statement, instead of saying – criticizing their own people, like having some faith in their own uh, people in the organization and say like, hey, you know what? This isn't the way that we act. So until we hear otherwise, until you can you know, prove it, and we're going to get our information straight, uh, all of our facts. We're going we're gonna to stand by our people. Yeah, or say we're waiting to f- hear more on this. This doesn't, yeah, like you just said, it doesn't sound like something that would come from these kids. I know this kid. Yeah, yeah, especially by the way this kid acted. I'm sure that he's well known around the schools as a good kid. I mean, that just doesn't, the, a kid reacting the way he did, handling himself the way he did, that's not a random event. This is probably, I, I would imagine that this is probably a kid who's held in high regard by by everyone at that school. So, you know, it, it, it bugs me that their immediate reaction, and it happens all the time, is that, hey, he, uh, ew, let's distance ourselves from this. Instead of defending the kid, which, by the way, he's like 16 or 17 years old. And right. He's one of your students. Yeah. Like, and uh, you call yourself a Catholic school. Um, you know, kid probably feels a little lonely right now. <laughs> yeah. The whole internet coming at him. Like, help uh-huh. him out. Give him a hand at the very least say you know let's see let's wait and find out what happened here yep Um, maybe i'll send him a tractor yeah you should i will do that all right so i think we beat it to death yeah you got a free market story yeah i just want to summarize real quick when something like because it's bound to happen again and actually this kind of uh Show, I don't know, never mind. I, I don't even want to say that. Um, but even when it's someone that we don't like, that we see a, a short video clip of, let's take a second, especially when the when the media or otherwise people people who are otherwise uh, go nuts on stupid things and are known to do that and exaggerate and lie. Let's like take a step back and and just say, hey, well, let's. Let's hear the other side of the story. Let's see if there's other more to this video. 
instead of just going right along with it it's, because I was one of the people that, and I didn't react like, I, I, I hope it doesn't come across that I reacted like part of this lynch mob going after this kid. I was like, yeah, he looks like an idiot. And well, yeah. Why, why do, I don't know. Like, it's like you feel the need because some kid in some other state somewhere did said so didn't even actually didn't say or do anything he stood right. there but and even you feel a need as an adult to go and attack that kid right like, it's one you're thing a loser if you do that it's social media like i don't mind when people see something and they comment on it when they don't know sure like, there's a, there's fine. an article comment on it fine whatever you see go ahead and comment on it even if you're wrong whatever but but the idea that you have to that even even if this did happen the way they said it happened, right? Why is this? Not why does lose? Yeah. Why do you have to go box this kid? Yeah. Why does it matter? Why does I, if CNN cover it? I'd be if, like, if I'm in the newsroom, I'd be like, oh, high school kid did something stupid. Holy shit! We can't have a news like who saw that? If that the was person. the way it went, you know? I mean, this is just insane. It's one the kid. It's one so thing if, if that were your kid. If that were your school, if that were your town, when something happens locally to you or affects people that you know, okay, that's fine. Get involved and and figure and, something and out. This is even a nothing story, by the way. If anything, it's the grown man being a jerk is the story. Right. But anyway. Yep. No one's criticizing him or the um, black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. So... All right. Yeah, I, I do have a free market success story. Um, we've been having some uh, not great winter weather, a little bit of snow, some ice recently. And uh, where I work at the refinery, haven't had one of them in a while. Uh, yeah, when when while. when there's snow and ice on the ground, we uh, there's uh, messages, notifications that get sent out that slip resistant footwear is required when you're going around outside. Uh, so you don't slip and fall due to you know snow and ice. It's slippery out there. Uh, so over the years, there's been different ways of of uh, using of, of of slip resistance footwear. So when I first started, it was stuff called uh, this thing called Yak Tracks, which were these uh, coils of uh, of metal that were in X's that you would strap on the bottom of your feet. And they worked well in the snow, but as soon as you, like, if you forgot to take them off when you walked inside and you walked on carpet, you're, like, pulling the carpet up under you. Nice. Or when you when you had to walk on metal or grating, which you often had to in the field, uh, it was it was like a slip and slide. And then they had these other stuff, these rubber rubber kind of booties with little, little metal spikes in the bottom um, that you would pull over your boot but they like you broke your hand trying to put them on they were they were pain in the butt and if you're out there a while and snow got in over top and kind of melted in there it, it just trapped the water in between this rubber and the boot they later came out with these uh these things that kind of slipped over the bottom of your feet um they were rubber like rubber bands kind of attaching to them and had little spikes on the bottom and they were good but Still, they would they would kind of fall off sometimes. So this year, they actually have a new product that they're advertising and, and making available for people to use. Where it's just this, it's very simple. It's a square pad. It's got the spikes on the bottom, and it's got a strap on it. So it goes over. What's the space between the uh, the heel of a shoe and like the front? Like You're asking gap? me for that term. Yeah. Well, you I know what it no is. Idea. Yeah. I mean, I have shoes. Right. So what you do is you wear the the pad with the spikes on it Through in that. there, yeah, and then the strap goes over top. So when you're not walking in the snow anymore, like you got to go inside, all you do is just rotate it up. Oh, cool. So that spot, since it's it fills that little gap between the heel and the front of your foot, the strap goes in there, so it's not touching the ground. So you're not like destroying that when you're walking around. Um, so it's just like little things that. Um, most people like I didn't even know that stuff existed or why there right. would be, yeah. But we're, you know, it, it helps. Yet there's a need out there in the market for it. Mm -hmm. And a need to, because that original stuff, I mean, there's, there's certain, there's always been stuff to walk in the snow and ice. 
put the tennis but, rackets on your shoes. Yeah, exactly. I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> but it, it just shows that there's all there's innovation, people trying to solve problems because not only to to make it safer, but also to make it more convenient to be safe. Right. Now people are more likely using this new uh, new type of uh, foot slip resistant footwear is that they're more likely to wear it because it's not pain in the butt. It takes like two seconds to put on. It takes a second to rotate it up and down to wear or not. And it works well when you're actually walking around. I had to use it a few times. So it's, uh, it's good. And it's, uh, and you know, evil industrial plants that are doing it that, uh, mm-hmm. I thought they like killing throwing employees or something. So, yeah, but you've survived for a while. So that's good. I have uh, Another free market success is, uh, which ties into what we talked about this episode, is that everyone there had a camera on them. So we got more than one view. We got more than one angle. We got almost two hours straight footage from uh, from the one group. That's not possible probably 10 years ago, 15 years right. ago for sure. Um, and think about how much history is probably wrong uh, because of that and how, how much of the news in the um, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s was just incorrect. Um, things we would see on the on the nightly news just wrong uh, because they had one camera there, who maybe had a story or, or uh, an angle they wanted to show. Right uh, now, you can't hide it. There's cameras everywhere, which is <laughs> Big Brotherish, maybe. Um, but in this sense, it's in, in in people's hands, and it was used for their protection, their safety, and uh, they get the full story out there. Yeah, so, this time it worked pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, Big Brother, it's not like the state's cameras. These are all in individuals' pockets. Um, but be careful what you do. There's always a camera. This is true. <laughs> so, in case, I got you need some, else. in case you need some support. Yeah. So, um, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, show notes page is mcflugel.com slash 128. Some of the, if you haven't seen some of the longer videos, going around we'll we'll link to that there and also check out libertymugs.com buy yourself a uh, a sweet sweet liberty mug to give to yourself give to a friend give to a coworker or just you know I got use one it right here yeah you know what it, you know what I think is a great purpose for it is that buy buy one that you know someone in like your family or friends group like will affect them like if you have a a brother who's a teacher or something, buy one of the mugs about teachers. And then when he's over and you're serving everyone coffee, make sure he gets that one. Or at least sees it. You don't want to end up with the coffee on your face. Yeah. Or maybe he breaks it and you got to buy another one or two. So True. actually what you should do, which is, is what we want. It's the broken mug, <laughs> broken mug, uh, not fallacy. Cause in this case it works when you break yes. a mug, you buy a new one. So what you should do is you should, you should have multiple spares. Yes. And then just break them and then just keep buying more. Every time your brother comes over, come over every day. Break some mug, that's fine. Just buy more. We we are more than happy to uh, be your free market success story <laughs> and provide yeah. you with, with lovely mugs. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I think we've, uh, we've said enough. So, yeah. thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. Peace.